regular, regular, regular pictures. A regular, regular, regular pictures. A regular, regular, regular pictures. A regular pictures show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. And uh, like every week, my name is Gav Murphy, and I'm joined by John Log Blythe and Steve Hogarty. Hello. Wow. I did not get a pause to say hello there, Gav. That's right. Learn to fucking introduce your guests. You're not guests. You live here. Like, <laughs> you want to, if you want to say hello, you say hello. We've been over this, Gav. <laughs> We're not two inches tall. We don't live on your telly. If I, I like, I'm not introducing myself around the house to people, am I? <laughs> Going, oh, by the way, I'm Gav. I, I know, you live downstairs. <laughs> sometimes you'll get a hello, sometimes you won't. Well, maybe uh, I just scripted myself something that would have sounded offhand and intelligent. Did you? As it happens, I didn't. So thank you, Gav, for talking over that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. What features have we got? If I can sneak mm. in edgeways between mm. you two, having a go about what's real and what's not real. <laughs> As if I don't know, but also send me the notes after so then we'll know like you tell me what is real I can see i can see you writing down on a piece of paper arm up it's real <laughs> question mark Ask question later. mark question arm mark. up it's real <laughs> listen <laughs> it's not as clear cut as one might think log i'm under no illusions that people enjoy what i did and it is that i got poisoned by twitter again oh, and now i'm going to Purge that into your squalid ears. Have you seen that that uh, Big Bird thing is going round? Yeah, that didn't end how I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Big Bird story about him visiting a kid on the cancel ward. Yes. Yeah. It's going round. Have you not seen it? It's like it was on, you did some AMA or, or someone screenshotted the AMA that you did or something, but it's gone round and people are like, oh, Big Birth, what a sweet story. Yeah, it's the, it's the sweetness that made you cry, Steve. Mm-hmm. Now it's making the rest of the internet cry 10 years later. I can't remember. I feel like this Big Bird, does it, I think, did the parents come off bad in the story? Or the kid? Was the kid being a dick? What, in in my version of the story, the, the horrible version, twisted version that I did. <laughs> we should really clip that out because it's why going round now. Why do you we'll need a villain, out. Gav? Were the parents dickheads? Was it just like, yeah. when, was the child actually ill or did they just kill him? There was something wrong. Was it, were the parents sick in the ad? They were like twisted sick, like the West. So they told the kid that he was half bird. No, no, the parents were nice. The the, be- mm. the parents managed to get Carol Spinney on the phone to talk to their son. <laughs> not- what is twisted about that? Uh, no smoke without fire, is it? And then they said, can you just tell him Big Bird don't exist? <laughs> <laughs> when Muppets talk to children and they pretending to be real, like when wrestlers don't break the kayfabe when they're talking to children. Yeah. On the phone, I think it's a lot easier for Muppets to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he was wearing the full Big Bird outfit? He can't do the voice unless he's in the suit. <laughs> and the phone was inside the beak. <laughs> well, I, I've, over lockdown, when I, I did realise that when I was doing voiceovers, I can't do voiceovers in, in like anything other than proper going out clothes, like going outside clothes. I can't do in joggers and a t-shirt or pyjamas or anything like that. Oh, no, you want to do it standing up like you're like Radio 4, like... Play performer. Yeah. 
Yeah, so maybe Big Bird can only be Big Bird when he's in the Big Bird costume. I think so. I think I once saw Elmo arriving at the Emmys on Sunset <laughs> Boulevard. And driving himself, was he? Well, he got out of the limousine. He Like, someone opened the door for him, and he got out, and Elmo was wearing a tux. And, like, Kevin Clash was there with his hand up his ass, but, like, he was, like... His date, Elmo's date to the Emmys. Right. Oh, right. So you couldn't see the hand up there. He wasn't just... So he was in character the whole... It wasn't like Elmo showed up, that well, the puppeteer showed up, and he was just like banging him off the door on the way in, shaking him <laughs> yeah. Elmo's face, dragging him in a bag. <laughs> he just had him in a Safeway bag on the way in. Yeah, he, he owed me pint for me, Elmo. Well, thanks. Right. <laughs> um, another question about Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Sesame Street, they're not the people in control of them are not ventriloquizing in them, are they? Isn't, there's no ventriloquism in Vaud. It would be hard to sync otherwise, would it? I mean, they're it's doing not, the voices, yeah, but you don't see. I mean, they're not throwing their voice. They've probably got microphones. Yeah, they're not like <laughs> pretending like they're not talking. No, because you don't see their faces, do you? Are Muppets real? This is what this right. That's that's what you're getting at, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Are Muppets like annoying orange? Do you have to lip sync them? No. Oh, with the exception of uh, Snuffleupagus, the Muppets are not real. Snuffleupagus was the original one. They discovered him in the Amazon rainforest and took him back to Sesame Street. And they took scrapings of him belly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the cloning process did not work perfectly. <laughs> it took seven Grovers to get it right. <laughs> I once got in trouble um, with a sort of Muppet. There was this movie called The Happy Time Murders. This wasn't a robbery, this was a hit. Welcome. Someone out there <gasps> is killing puppets. Do you remember this? When it came out and it was basically like... No. Well, the movie, oh. It was like an 18 rated or rated R for our American friends. Like edgy comedy and oh, I was thinking of Happy was, Tree Friends sorry but it, but it was like it was the same type of comedy to be fair but it was basically the world is real but then there's one detective in the world that is a Muppet <laughs> but he says like naughty things it's basically you know like Ted like Ted mm. is in the film Ted and everyone is no one is like what the fuck, what is, the fuck that? is that Ted, every two yeah. seconds like yeah everyone is just like it exists in our world it's absolutely fine um it's the same thing with this movie thing. Um, and I had to go see it like quarter past eight in the morning. And it's shite. It's awful. It's boring. It's not funny. And, I, and But we were doing a very specific feature with this Muppet thing. And he had to just read out a load of comments um, at IGN. And uh, I watched, I think, about 30 minutes of the film. And I was like, I'm going. I get it. So I watched about, yeah, watched about a half hour of it. I was like, I get it. It's, I get it. It's fine. I, I don't need to know. I'm not reviewing it. But I walked out and the lady was like, it was like that bit in The Simpsons where they're, like, they're trying to leave the like movementarians and they're like, the light was coming on them. <laughs> she was like, um, obviously you're free to leave, but like, can I just ask uh, why why you're leaving? And I was like, I, I get it. It's, it's, I, I, I got the gist of it. I know it's it's a puppet. He's a detective. Yeah, he's edgy. I, I get it. It's like I, I saw Avenue Q. It's fine. I get it. Um, and she was like, "Oh, we'd like you to stay for the whole film if you want." And I was like, oh, I, I, "I." You just said I was free to leave, love. Yeah, and I was just like, "I," but I really don't want to. So, and I really want to leave. 
Um, and she was like, oh, oh, okay, 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 that's fine. When I got to the thing, junket, a couple of days later, this lady came up to me in front of the man who did the Muppet voice, unbeknownst to me, and went, oh, I'd just like to say, like, um, we'd rather in future if you didn't leave, um, if you didn't leave uh, screens, if you were doing the junket, because we need you to be able to see the whole film. And I was like, all right, whatever, it's fine. I was, I was, so I was like, yeah, 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 fine, whatever, yeah, it's fine. Ugh, just get me through this day. <laughs> But the fucking guy who was voicing the Muppet was listening to this conversation in the hallway. So when I sat, so when I went in there, he was just like in the character, and he's like plays this like New Yorker guy going, "Hey, this is a guy who didn't watch a movie." Fair <laughs> <laughs> uh, play to him. I think that's a good move. Like, yeah. he must have been so bruised, and it's like you know what? I'm gonna take this on the chin. I'm going to do this in character. He, he knew what he was saying. I tell you what, it's the funniest fucking thing that came out of that Muppet's mouth, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. He was like, oh, what? He was like, uh. he was like, he was taking a piss out of me looking scruffy and like having a beard and stuff. But he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like spending more time down the barber. And I was like, I did. I didn't try to argue back with him, but I was just like, you're, I've got a pretty big beard. I don't, because I don't go to the barbers, so I wasn't ducking out of the film to go to the barbers, was I? That's not how human hair works, you fucking little rat. <laughs> Is the Muppet a rat? No, it's, it's humanoid. It's humanoid Muppet, right. Humanoid Muppet, yeah. Is E.T. a Muppet? Uh, no, E.T. E. Is, is... Extended Muppetverse. No, no, no. E.T. is part of the Star Wars universe. That's true. He shows up in episode one, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yes, you're right, you're right, yes. Um, but, like, not even, like, as a little cameo thing. If you go on, like, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't make that up, that is real. Um, <laughs> if you go on Wikipedia, you can um, look up the exact race that E.T. is. It's some bullshit. I hate that. Can't take the piss out of Wikipedia when we've got Wikipedia. Here's <laughs> <laughs> some coins for some features, and you get a B name, and you get a B name. Just some coins for some features, and you get a B Uh, I should say, before we begin this episode, I've got a cold, so I don't have a feature uh, this week. But I was thinking, listening back in my, uh, in my, um, what's the word? Not malfeasance. Bubble. My <laughs> febrility. Your boy in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> malingering. My malingering. <laughs> malingering. <laughs> uh, I was in bed just listening to all the episodes, and I thought, fuck, we don't have a podcasting license you need a license to podcast how do you go about getting a podcast license well you have to do a podcast test and luckily (laughs) i have been certified as a podcast test observer so of you fuck in lieu of not having a feature no in lieu of having a feature i am going to be observing you both podcasting oh, mm-hmm. for the remainder of the episode and awarding you with the podcast license which will retroactively make uh, lawful all of the podcasts that we've been doing uh, so that's, good. that's why we have jingles between features so the jingles 
the features don't get too close and crash and the motorway. They are the chevrons of the podcast. <laughs> wow, okay, that's two points on your license log. But it's a good point. <laughs> Hang on, that's bad. <laughs> okay, cool. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so just to give you an outline of how it's going to work, I might just jump in every now and then and um, ask, ask you to reverse your feature around a bend. <laughs> <laughs> but at one point, um, I'm going to shout, stop, and that's an emergency stop, and you have to stop and shout, stop, stop, stopping. Or something to that like, effect. <laughs> uh, it can happen at any time. You never know what's going to happen. You, you boys both drive. You've done a driving test. You're familiar with the emergency stop? I certainly am. The, I didn't get to, I didn't oh, get to yes. do it, though. I didn't get to do it on my um, driving test. I, I was always really sad about that. Yeah. Actually, come to think of it, I don't think... Maybe they don't do it on the test itself anymore. But they do it when they, during the mm. lessons. Mm. They did it on my test, but then, again, back when I took my test, you had to learn how to change your horse's nose bag as well. Eh? I'm all right. I'm old. <laughs> your test was in the Flintstone car. <laughs> you were like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my heels were fucking raw after the emergency stop. <laughs> That's why you got the bunions. <laughs> that is why I got the bunions. <laughs> so just podcast normally as you normally would. Don't feel nervous. Well, we were until you said you were doing this. Um, oh, I get nervous when I'm being tested. Well, that might just, account for the delivery and writing of my feature. Imagine I'm not here and that I don't have a feature. What? Until you say stop. Do we do we imagine you're not there when you shout stop? No, he's back in the room when he says stop. Oh yeah, my God, that'd be really startling. That'd be shocking if you just suddenly appear. <laughs> in your room as well, in your house. Uh, so, Log, the, uh, the podcast is on a slight uphill incline. Uh, you need to start your feature. Um, it's a, this is a hill start. for So find the clutch and drop them jokes. A little extra... Electric gas and find the bite. If we were maneuvers in the driving test, what would we be? What what is it? Parallel parking. I don't want to be that one because that's the people. That's, who, that's an elegant one. The people, yeah, the people who could do that always smug as fuck as well. Mm. Um, Bay Park reversing around a corner. Remember that? Remember reversing around a corner. Who's reversing around a corner? Just mm. don't. I'm amber gambling and. Stopping at red lights. Mm. <laughs> not part of this, is it? Stop, how to stop at a red light? I mean, it, amber gambling could be stopping it. It could be part of your test. It'd be the last test you do. Yeah, like, they'd be like, no, "Well, no. that's a fail." Yeah, I suppose. I'm just a, just a huge fan of it. Is the problem, and I don't know how I can give that up just to pass a test. I feel like I'd be betraying myself. I'd like to be a three point turn, please, because they're fun. They are and easy to do. So <laughs> it is fun putting like the to- car in. Uh, forward and then in reverse like that's it's just a really satisfying thing to do with your yeah. left hand i want to be donuts in a car park i want to eat donuts in a car park <laughs> yeah yeah in a car right who's got a feature then i have but i won't tell you until after a jingle features the regular features spooky noise in your ears. Features. A regular features. Ghosts and wolves with teeth coming into your bed. And that's a jingle break.
Have you got a feature? Yes. <laughs> okay, so if you're anything like me and from the way you're walking, I think you are. You use Twitter for three main reasons. Reason number one is that it's a TikTok refinement zone in which only the best dogs get to meet you. Number two, it's a place where you can see people announcing their exciting new projects just to make you feel stagnant and pointless. And number three, it's a dip into the elbow into those hot, hot culture wars. So you know the talking points and can immediately tell any customer who says anything like hard one sex based rights in your pub to fuck off on over to the dickhead pub up the road. At the time of writing this feature, a mainstay of UK Culture Wars Twitter has been reacting badly for five fucking days to a cartoon alien who uses they-them pronouns. I'm not going to name her because the syllables are as ash in the mouth, but the upshot is that she needs to know how that alien came into being. She needs to know whether the alien has a mamma, which is the single most repulsive word for mother you can use, apart from the milkiest parent. Tonight, I'm going to solve transphobia, enbyphobia, and every possible conflict in this arena by explaining exactly how Tala the alien reproduces, so that this bad faith parade of bigot prits can chill their boots and get down and mucky with me in the cool boy pit. <laughs> the person editing this, can you put cosmic sounds in the middle of when I just go clack clack? And Bully's special prize for the unexpected guest, a luxury convertible sofa. Yep. Hang on. This is Tala. They are an alien who just wants children to read and use their imaginations. To access Talia's sexual organs, and I shouldn't have to tell you this, you first have to wait for them to stop being an obvious drawing of a child alien. Until Tala has reached maturity, it is against the primary interstellar imagination code to insist on knowing what is going on under their dungarees. And because Tala is a creature from an galaxy of imagination, if you spend too long even thinking about it, like, say, five days on Twitter, then Tala will know. They will summon the seven justice brains who will surround you and project a vision so terrifying into your cortex that you will spend the rest of your life trying in vain to describe those visions to your friends. You will drive everyone away until your only remaining friend is an upturned tortoise who has learned how to scream. Congratulations, Tyler is now of legal age and you are in the same moral position as the DJ Chris Moyles was when he did a countdown to Charlotte Church coming of age and offered to walk her through the forest of her sexuality. Our reward for discovering the razor-thin line between weirdly evil and weirdly legal is that we may now discuss how adult Tyler reproduces without a gigantic brain appearing at our window and turning our disgusting skulls into fart soup. Tala is now eight feet tall, and their juvenile dungarees have transformed into a billowing cape of stars. In orbit around one of these millions of stars is Panty Planet, which is presided over by a large sunflower with a dog's face. The sunflower loves only panties, hence the name of the planet, and you must ping yours into its barking face using the ceremonial brass catapult. 
Should your panties fail to please the dog plant monarch, it is sudden death. You have ten seconds on the auto-fire panty cannon to pack its snout with a barrage of mulch-built underwear until it gags on a soily thong, allowing you to make good your escape. But if your panties were beguiling enough to please the dog, you will be summoned to face the trial of Balduroc. You are one step closer to inseminating Tala, who is not only genderless by all standards, but compatible with every brand of gamete you got. Panty tips. The sunflower is earth-aligned and does not like panties that are on fire. Panty tip two. The sunflower yawns once every six minutes. If your panties go in his mouth, he will enter frenzy mode, during which you will receive double panty points. The, the trial, trial of Balderrock takes, takes place in the, the Sandworm, Sandworm Coliseum. <laughs> Steve, your fucking face. <laughs> He's not well. You were, you were just so wanting to shout. He wanted to shout, stop, man. <laughs> To pass the trial of Baldrock, you must prove your physical worth, and that means a catwalk fashion show against the impossibly long-bodied Dr. Sprungly. You have three nights in the fabric palisades and printing press, where you must bedeck yourself with the finest galactic glittering fabrics, whilst using the printing press to maintain a vicious smear campaign against Dr. Sprungly in the neutral zone tabloids. I do write a lot of intense shit. Because <laughs> I don't watch Doctor Who. This is what Doctor Who is for me. <laughs> I was just trying to work out what, how you would mate with a creature of pure imagination. It just turns out you just write lots of nonsense, one word after another. Well, it's beautiful. <laughs> so, you're making a dress whilst maintaining a smear campaign mm. against Dr. Sprungly. <laughs> Sprungly's disrespectfully long body swaggers with unedifying sexuality near to a war memorial, you write, while sewing a delicate hem into the rainbow gown of a gossamer thin silk panty. I'm back to panty. <laughs> The next day, you look up from a pair of dainty translucent gloves to post, Enough is enough. Sprungly's long, long torso could lasso your innocent child and drag them into a ravine. If you manage to outperform Dr. Sprungly and the catwalk, or make him kill himself by, sla by sl slandering him constantly, then you win. You're one step closer to Tala's magnificent airborne silhouette. You are underneath Tala now. From your insignificant position, they appear like a dreadnought above you. Their underbelly is a dazzling array of nodes and divots, lit by Philip's huge strip lights. Philip's huge strip lights, much like the one I glanced at whilst looking for inspiration. This is your chance. You have to close your eyes now and wish. Wish so hard that a segment of Tala's infinite belly shouts, Okay, preggers now, thanks! and you are immediately shot back into your body on Earth. That is insemination. The gestation, <laughs> the gestation process is somewhat lengthier and far more convoluted. So convoluted, in fact, that you'll be sad to hear there's no space of it on this episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> as, as for that awful woman's next question, who will care for the child, the next thing you'll know is that 17 years later, a pig with your face on it will crash through your kitchen window and scream, MAMA, until you murder and eat it. And that is how Tala reproduces. Now, can we all be cool about non-binary people, please? It isn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like Steve Sounds after listening to my <laughs> What, sick? Sick in the head, Steve is. Well, that... I, Congested. That's me... <laughs> That's me trying to write a feature that's not sexual, wasn't sexual, 
doesn't rely on shits or farts. <laughs> <laughs> the pig that comes does come crashing through the ro- the roof in a small spaceship. No, it just gets chucked through your window by a bloke with a <laughs> <laughs> from yodel. <laughs> it's got four different types of netting wrapped around it. The pig does not like it. it. It's wrapped up. He chucks it by holding a corner of the cor- of the blanket. So by the time it gets through your window, it's spinning really fast on its horizontal <laughs> axis. <laughs> Try not to talk about it on the podcast too much because it just rapidly goes not very funny. But I, every now and then, like once every couple of months, I will open, I'll have a little peek into what, all the crazy transphobic people are up yeah. to. Oh <clears throat> god, yeah. And uh the yeah, this um woman going like losing her mind about this uh alien cartoon library mascot. It's just the funniest thing. Really? If it Yeah, and it's even it's like you feel that she's because there's that photo of her with JK Rowling's arms wrapped around her neck like she's just dangling from it. And you can tell she's kind of Wondering why her friends aren't rallying around her in this five-day crusade against a fucking harmless alien. What it is, and I think it's, this is true of a lot of these people, is uh, they they formed a quick reactionary opinion and like dashed off a tweet about it. Um, found out they were wrong or they were told they were wrong. But rather than put their hands up and go, oh, you know what? Uh, I didn't realize this was a, a, a child's library mascot. Yeah. They just doubled down and doubled down because they cannot admit that they're wrong. It's the Linehan disease. It's delightful it's... if it wasn't so <laughs> fucking miserable. And make people's lives... Stop! Stopping! Stop stopping! Stop stopping! It took me It took me three seconds to start stopping there. <laughs> you know. Jesus. We almost lost our licence. I could feel a license or... slipping through my grubby little mitts. <laughs> it fucking did slip. There's a good sort of four seconds of coasting along the episode before you decided to stop. Steve, just do us a solid. Do it, like I'm editing this one. I'll edit it so it sounds like we say it straight away. Like, <laughs> no, you're going to edit wild skidding sounds yeah. into the three second no, gap. Good skidding sounds. I'll edit good skidding sounds, oh. and then we'll. Uh, and, but I'll oh, cut yeah. out like two or three seconds of silence, so we don't sound like divs. And then it'll be like we did it right, Steve. Just be do us a solid, mate, and just submit the edited version, not the unedited version. You got to do this, Steve. <sighs> Steve, Steve, you look in the eyes. You got it's all on you, mate. I've, I could say I, I had a coughing fit with the cold, and I didn't. Maybe my perception of time was was all wrong. So maybe we could stop. Stop! 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 No, stop! You fucked it. Four thousand dead readers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turned on the motorway. You had a golden second chance there. To get that many would have had to reverse over a few as well. <laughs> Stop! Stopping, 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 stopping. The best things in life are free. But my favourite comes out of a bee. I want honey. 
That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. The queen gives me such a thrill. But it's out of drones the syrup spills. I want honey. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating an amount of your choosing per episode. In exchange, you will get access to the Beehive, a exclusive members-only Discord channel where readers hang out and share stories. You also get your very own bee name. So if you wouldn't mind, boys... Could you please give B names to the following new patrons? Ooh. Please give a B name yeah. to Asa Kremen. Mm. Try to avoid the obvious one again. What is the obvious one for Asa Kremen? Yeah. Asa Kremen, my knickers for some more honey. That's not obvious. That's just good. It's not obvious. It's, <laughs> it's also not good. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's not obvious. That's the best bee name we've ever had. What is it? Ice cream in my knickers for some more honey. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's okay. Bad. You've been out outweighed, Steve. Okay. As the lightest person here, you've been outweighed. You call me fat in my own house. I'm calling you heavier than Steve. In my own <laughs> house. We're not in your house, guy. I am. Muppets aren't real. We're not here. <laughs> I'm just going to... Be on my telly! <laughs> Do we think cream in my knickers is um, uh, something that this person has been bullied for in school every yeah, day? Yeah, there we go. That's Not it. Not for us to sort that out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't... You couldn't pay me to give less of a shit about that. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's too obvious for that. It really is. Well, I think it's too obvious. <laughs> yeah. It's the first thing I thought of. No, it's happening. We're too sensitive. It's already, it's already obvious if you go to a school with 200 people called Log. Give it to us again one more time, Log. Eyes are creaming my knickers for some more dad honey. That's a good name. And there's discourse around it, which makes it even better. I is uh, creaming these knickers. No. For some more, Dad, honey. For some more. It's very much the Knives Out voice. Please give a B name to... Caitlin. Rusty Tin Prong. Rusty <laughs> Tin Prong. Excellent. <laughs> a B name, please, for Jason Hawkins. Chalk and cheese, I'm talking bees. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Mate, you're smashing this tonight. I've got nothing. <laughs> I'm so bad. Chalk and cheese, comma, I'm talking bees. <laughs> That's it's, awesome. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> what is different to a bee in that? <laughs> oh, chalk and cheese, I'm talking bees, brackets, and wasps. <laughs> and wasps. There we go. Yay. A bee name, please, for Tom Heather. Chase me up the bee stalk. Chase me up the beanstalk. Oh, yes. That's a new twist on the beanstalk classic. 
Because he never got chased up that beanstalk. He went up there alone. He got chased if down. If anything, it. he was chased down it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a beanstalk. This is a beanstalk. What? <laughs> what a twist. Forget everything you know about beanstalks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we weren't paying attention. Beanstalks would be making a comeback. <laughs> Please give a bee name to Mike Sampson. I'm stuck on the word leather and nothing's coming out of it. I've got sedimentary cock. We can't call him that. <laughs> sedimentary cock's fantastic. I saw the bee in your hand and you stung no more. Yes. <laughs> That's incredible. That's better than sedimentary cock. <laughs> Fucking... Cut sedimentary cock out of it, because I want that to be someone else's B name. It's a great B name. But, Steve, you've got that. <laughs> yeah, Steve, that is fantastic. If you'd like your own B name, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. Have you, got, have you guys seen anything fun in the Discord that you wanted to shoot out? Well, I've been having fun in the, the very, very private zone for people who volunteered to help out with the Featurepedia. Uh, there's a new role for people who've tried to help out. And they're mason bees now. And we've been having a lot of fun. The It's coming along. Just let me know if you want to join the Mason Bee channel, and we will fill that hive with honey. You're fucking unhinged. Like, did, that make as, did that make as much sense as my feature? Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, it makes as much sense as I, because I was explaining what that, what you were doing, because I was on holiday at the time. I was explaining what you were doing to Clara, and I, she was, I was just like, you know, when you're explaining something to someone, and then it's just like... <laughs> She doesn't care, and I'm and I what? I'm on her side. Why would she I'm care? on her side. <laughs> and um, it's not all it is is just yeah, trying to create a fucking <laughs> trying to catalogue the episodes, but doing it in a way that's so heavily metaphored around bees that it starts to feel mad while you're doing it. It's yeah. a very simple thing. Mm. And, you and owe we, pollen. And now we have Mason Bees in the Discord. Oh, fuck. That reminds me. I'm very sorry, but go. one What's member... Oh, I'm also we're having a meetup in we, the castle <laughs> that we've made out of fucking earwax. Uh, yeah, I'm very sorry, but one person has cr- gathered enough pollen in the Featurepedia that I promised him an expedited bee name. So you two have to give a bee name to Ben M. Sedimentary cock. That's the one! <laughs> 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 They'll love that. I'm sure of it. I know Ben. I know they Ben M. They've got 300 pollen points. Ah, I know this guy. Not you. You know Ben M. I know Ben M. You know Ben M. I know Ben M. I know Ben M. Stop. <laughs> stop. 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 Bring them up. It's back. It's full circle. <laughs> But I'm doing fine I'm lost but I'm hopeful Yeah I'm green but I'm see-through I'm wet but I'm somehow dry I shake when I wobble Baby What it all comes down to Is that all a jelly boy can do Is jiggle and spin Cause I got 
no skin or muscle And my bones are made out of gelatin 